Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It is Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan. Say hey. Hey. We got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Excelsior. Hey. I, you know, I, I was trying to figure out a good time to prompt someone to say Excelsior. I knew you would take it upon yourself, my man. Um, if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, we're going to listen to some video game music, try and guess the games based on the songs, do a little bit of trivia, goof off, have a lot of fun. Uh, whoever gets the most right gets to pick a theme for the next episode and play a bonus tune. And uh, Jesse Moore was our fantastic winner last week. And, uh, you know, Jesse, what's the fantastic theme for tonight's episode? Well, Spider Friends, it's comic books. Awesome. I was going to ask, I probably should have asked in the uh, pre-production meeting, uh, the table read for the show, um, what is the, uh, like, wh- when do we cap the Stan Lee impressions? <laughs> like, I didn't well, realize I mean, we were doing Stan Lee impressions. I thought Stan Lee was visiting us from beyond the grave. Okay, I was going to say, Dave, please don't get the dates wrong. He's been dead <laughs> for a week. Yeah, like, <laughs> I thought it was just another one of those Stan Lee cameos. <laughs> You know, he recorded a bunch of them before he passed away. Maybe one of them was Game That Tune. Well, it was his favorite podcast, I'm sure. Girl, yeah. Sure. I've, I've, you know, he's, he's mentioned us before to the true believers. You know, those videos from his house, like, everything's fine. I'm just a little sick, and I'm 95 years old. Listen to the Game That Tune podcast. Uh, Don't you remember that bit in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when he's talking to the Watchers? Like, yeah, at that point I was a FedEx man. Also, tune in to Game That Tune. Yeah, then George Lucas was slamming his dick in a microwave. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there is some Watcher in some universe watching that like, oh, I must have pissed somebody off that this is my job. Why did I get this universe? I got the dick slamming universe. Oh man, <laughs> that's the best universe. <laughs> so that's anyway, we are officially uh, two minutes and forty-five <laughs> seconds into the podcast, and Dick Slamming Universe may be the title of the episode. Don't think that it's not. Um, that's pretty good. But yeah, so uh, so you know, Stanley passed away last week, and you know, it's uh, you know certainly cheers you know, to him. By no means tragic, but still devastatingly sad news. You know, really, comics. I was gonna like, I was gonna say, oh, Marvel lost an icon. No, fucking comic books, and you know, across the like world, lost an icon. Like, he was, he was the guy. He was like, you know, it's like his, there was never a DC version of Stan Lee, was there? Like, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, he's he, just he the was guy. Stan the man. Yeah, exactly. And you know, DC he was should like thank him for being the man. Cool grandpa. <laughs> Yeah, he really was. Yeah, like he. I, I'm gonna stop myself before I go on like an hour rant. Anyway, fucking R.I.P. And so yeah, we had to do comic uh, comic games this week, and uh, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, man. I think we got some great games tonight. We got a really interesting fan request, um, and unless Johnny has a really good joke to make before we start the episode, I think that we just need to jump into game one, man. Game one. 
this game is centered around a uh, musical act. However, and rather disappointingly, you don't actually play as said musical act in this game. John, I did not know that you were a fan of this uh, particular musical act. Oh, they're great. Mm-hmm. Just please don't ask me to name them. Oh. <laughs> As in name the band members, because I can't That's do That's going to be my follow-up question, John. Which one, a lightning round. Which one is your favorite? <laughs> well, first, let's, uh, let's go ahead and answer this game. We've got... <laughs> We've got David with Spawn the Video Game, sadly incorrect. Jesse with Revolution X, sadly incorrect. John with One Direction, very sadly incorrect. This is... (laughs) This is, uh... Kiss Psycho Circus, the Nightmare Child. (laughs) Oh, shit. I... Hmm. Hmm. John. And I was very disappointed to learn you do not play as Kiss in this game. Okay. Did you play it? You do realize that the theme was comic books and not metal bands from the 70s, right? Well, uh, well, Psycho Circus Circus is a comic. comic. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, Written by Brian Holligan and illustrated by various artists uh, and Todd McFarlane Productions involved. It is a real comic book. It's very image. All right. I hate you, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pardon me while I move my mic out of the screen and just stare at you judgingly for this entire segment. John, I do have an issue of this comic book series, so, I mean, he's I have an issue right. that we didn't have any fucking kiss music just now. What the fuck was that? 
There's very little Kiss music in the game. There's only like God one minute it. samples that you find at some jukeboxes. That's terrible. That's What's dumb. the point of playing a, a Kiss game if you can't rock and roll all night and party every day? Do you want to hear the plot of this game? Because it's crazy. Do I? <laughs> Alright, so a Kiss tribute band named Wicked <laughs> Jester is uh, headed to a Friday night gig at the Coventry, which is a rundown dive bar outside of town. They arrive to find the parking lot deserted and the club is dead. Uh, the band's members, as they're stepping by out of their van, are startled startled by a voice from the shadows. She, it's a witch who offers them tickets to a circus, and tonight's the grand finale. Having nothing better to do, they accept the offer oh, and the I nightmare begins. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we weren't going to do anything here. else tonight. <laughs> this creepy witch is giving us tickets to a weird circus or something. Sign me you up. You guys want to do it? <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, why not? Jesus, John. No one came to see us play. So, so as you play the game, you unlock more and more uh, powers of the band Kissed. What? Such as? Like, Space Man. I I don't know. I couldn't watch the end all the way to the end of this game. Cat powers. Demon powers. Super tongue. Spitting blood. Star child. Uh, You know, strutter. Uh, <laughs> Beth, why would you choose this, John? <laughs> like, you don't, you don't like Kiss, and you don't like this game. What have you done, man? <laughs> I spent a good hour today trying to find um, a game about being a stand-up comic because the theme I all I wrote down was comics, but I could not find anything. That would oh, you did a Brian Regan game. It's about pop stars. <laughs> Is that real? Oh, I want that. I wish. I found a point-and-click adventure game about doing open mics as a stand-up comic, but only had two songs. <laughs> God so damn it was it. not eligible. There's a few Monty Python games. Now that that stopped me before, like that time I did NBA Jam and played one song twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember it well. Um, so, <clears throat> so this is a first-person shooter. Um, <laughs> of course. About Kiss. <laughs> No, because you're not Kiss. It's about a Kiss tribute band. Do you get to shoot Kiss at some point? Oh, fuck. No, that would be great. Okay, I'm going to interrupt my spell of looking judgingly at John just for the idea of a first-person shooter that had a gun that shot the members of Kiss. <laughs> oh, shot them out? Yes. Uh. The kiss launcher. <laughs> It'd be like Why isn't like that the gun from Roger Rabbit. First person shooter ever. Uh, okay, so seriously, John, can you name one member of Kiss? Gene Simmons. Ooh, nice. Can you can name, you name a second? Two members of Kiss. The cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the red dwarf character. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, I know, this, stars is, on I know this is like a round for Johnny, but Jesse gets a thousand points for referencing Red Dwarf. He does. Um, so you, you, that's it. You got Gene Simmons and nobody else. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to just really clarify all the ways in which you should not have selected this game. <laughs> um, you know well, what is what is your favorite Kiss song? Um, probably. Don't say bad. Let's don't see. Say bad. Can't name a single song. one. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sorry. No. I I want to rock and roll or party I on whatever that one's roll. called. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to stop you for just a moment. Did you say Blitzkrieg Bop? Was <laughs> yeah. your favorite kiss song? <laughs> um, I don't have this authority. I have lost the absurd king crown a while ago. But fuck it, John. You're off the show. Yeah, I do like the idea of you confusing the Ramones and Kiss, mostly just because they have, like, I don't know, black hair, like... <laughs> well, for That's some reason, racist? whenever whenever you hear people play I Wanna Rock and Roll All Night, and they get to the, uh, you know, they get to a pause where every, the audience always fills in with, hey-ho, let's go, you know what I'm talking about? I wanna be sedated. What a rock and roll all night, Blitz Creek Pop! And be sedated. <laughs> and go to rock and roll high school. <laughs> now uh. I want us to some glue. Uh. Anarchy in the UK. Whoa. Uh. <laughs> As for John Regan special, uh, this topic has gone way off topic. No, we're still technically on topic. This is depressing, John. Like, why did you do this? <laughs> well, it came out on the Dreamcast. Okay, okay. so it's a. It, it's a Dreamcast thing. Yes. I bet you there's another comic book game for the Dreamcast. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, there may have been. Yeah, but... And you're, you know, to, to lead off our comic book episode with a comic book about Kiss. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. uh, you made me go to Wikipedia and click on the disambiguation for Psycho Circus, John. What the hell is the matter with you anyway? That's the R. Googling all this was so hard because, like, there's Psycho Circus, the album, Psycho Circus, the comic, Psycho Circus, the game, Psycho yeah. Circus, the flamethrower, Psycho Circus, the breakfast cereal, Psycho Circus, the toilet paper. I mean, um, <laughs> it's, uh, Johnny, fingers ready on the hot take button, which, God, I wish you have queued. Um, already, the comic book episode of Game That Tune is in the toilet as soon as you started with Todd McFarlane. Hot take. Hey, I'm gonna take your word hey, on this being a hot take because hey, I don't know enough about comics hey, to know if this is a hot take or not. Hey, he 90s drew, were a different time, man. <laughs> he he drew a pretty sweet ass Spider-Man. Come on. He he did good on Spider-Man, and then he decided to start his own company, and then he decided to make plastic figures instead of comics. Johnny, hot take button again, please. He did. <laughs> he hot take. God, this is going to be the episode with the most David hot takes, and I'm not going to understand any he, of them. He, he did. <laughs> he did. But he also brought along a lot of great talent, like Jim Lee and stuff, and a lot of really cool people got into Image Comics, which were, yes, very, oh, let's have big giant tits and guns and blood, you know, and those weren't all exceptionally great, but a lot of really good people came out of it. I mean, I will I will agree with you. Image Comics making it like a third pillar separating from Marvel and DC was a wonderful, outstanding thing, and there needed to be new blood. Absolutely, I agree with you 100%. That also gave us Rob Liefeld. Johnny? I don't... Was that a take? Was that a take? talking about. That was like a goddamn <laughs> history lesson. What was that? Like... <laughs> Yeah, he well, did come out of that, right? Yeah, that's, that's not I was, I'm that's sorry, David. Fact. Is this going to be on the test? I wasn't taking notes. <laughs> no, I just I guess play you that don't... song again because I love that fucking sound. I guess <sighs> you don't have a foot to stand on. <laughs> oh, was... 
He can't draw feet. Ah. I just wanted to turn sideways and still expose three quarters of my body. Oh my, oh my god, you're so <laughs> huge. Fucking Captain America. Seriously, if you have never... Oh. just We all anybody, know about it. I was going to say, anybody who has no idea, completely lost, Google Rob Liefeld Captain America and then laugh. That's the poster on the wall at my gym. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> you want to get small? You'll never be as small as fucking Cap. Want to be as small as a fucking bookshelf? It's great. <laughs> um, so I, there are a few positives to this game. I think. Oh, One no, there are. I take the, anim- <laughs> the enemies are pretty crazy and interesting and varied. For instance, I just sent a, a, a screenshot into the Discord oh, of the weird. Arachna Clown. He's half spider, half crown. One hundred percent creepy as hell. Say half spider, He's half crown. <laughs> Clown. Uh, clown. clown. Okay, clown. you said I heard crown. I heard it <laughs> too. I may have. Okay, See, when you gave a hint of, of like crazy, I thought it was like Deadpool the game, and I was all set, and I was like, wait, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Nothing about this makes sense, John. I like how this clown is weirdly jacked in his arms, but he's kind of fat everywhere else. <sighs> That's some like he's a 90s clown. comic character, yeah. Yeah, we're talking Leguizamo and Spawn now. I don't want to, but we could do it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Um, Johnny, ugh. I, uh, I don't want to game over you already for starting off with this, but uh, you can. It's, can you know, can I, we please no, just I, like yeah. in the editing process of this episode? Can we just like highlight the clip of Johnny? Ugh. Yeah, I it's want coming that into sound <laughs> clip. <laughs> Another fresh clip for the uh, you know, the calculator computer is just you know the you know ugh, muttering disgust for Johnny in this pick. Anything else, John, on Kiss Psycho Circus? Can you name the other three members of Kiss? I honestly can't, and I'm perfectly fine with moving past this and into game two. One of their names rhymes with Kiss. I mean, uh, ooh, uh, whatever, man. Just nope, you know, nothing. Hit the button. Too late. Saying. Yeah, we'll do it in stereo. Paul hey, Stanley and Peter Chris and Ace Freely. Thank you. 
So, this is our fan request for the evening. This one comes to us from Patreon superfan Dell at Delicious Hikari on Twitter. And uh, thank you very much, Dell, for this request. Um, so, in this game, the player is given one attempt to defeat Death as the final boss. If successful and Death is defeated, an hourglass appears without any text. But... After 15 minutes, a single line of text appears saying, Not the end. Not great. Cool. Uh, David says Marvel superheroes, which is sadly incorrect. John Regan says Thanos dating simulator, which I would play, but is also incorrect. And Jesse Moore has the correct answer. It's Chakan, the Forever Man. I don't Was know that if that's Chakan or Shakan or Shakakan or how you say that, but uh, yeah, Chakan, Chakan. Uh, he's a Forever Man, the Forever Man, yep. in fact. Um, and yes, David, it is based on a comic. Based on Chakan, the Forever Man, uh, by based somebody. Based on a comic by Robert A. Krauss and was produced... Get the fuck out of here. Okay. Yeah. And, I mean, come on, but look at the artwork for Chakan and tell me that's not the most, like, early 90s comic book you've ever seen. 
The, We've already the title... discussed Todd McFarlane, so we should probably move on. I mean, was he was this a Todd McFarlane character? No, but Todd McFarlane and Rob Liefeld are like the pinnacle of 90s comics. Right, but I'm just saying, this guy, unrelated to them, you know, somebody, you know, far away from them was like, hey, you know, it'd be cool. Uh, like Deadpool, but he fucked Zorro. And, uh, also something to do with, like, you know, like, eternal life. Like, alright, yeah, fucking do it, man. I, you know, I love Shades of Black. That'll be a great comic. Uh, the the title of this really sounds like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 movie. Oh, it very much does. And apparently, eventually, this did become a movie. I was uh, I was looking it up. It came, yeah, somebody made a movie of this in, like, 2012, and I don't know if it's animated or live or what, but it was written, directed, and starring the same person, and I was like, oh, please be the guy that wrote the comic. And no, it was not. It was made by some fan or something. But, uh, yeah, Shakan, um... Apparently a legendarily hard Sega game in which you play as, uh, like I said, like uh, fucking, you know, immortal cowboy Deadpool. Um, and yeah, it's got, you know, one of the more 90s uh, 90s comics plots that I've heard. The game follows the tale of Chakan, a warrior so confident in his own swordsmanship that he declares death cannot best him in battle. Death appears and challenges Chakan. If Chakan can defeat him, he'll be granted eternal life. If death wins... He becomes Death's eternal servant. The battle rages, and Shakan emerges the victor. That's right, this man defeats Death. And so he's granted eternal life, but Death, because uh, there's always a catch with Death, and uh, you know, these deals with the devil. He turns Shakan into like a freak that looks kind of like Death. So uh, it's like a curse, and he doesn't want to be alive, I guess, because he's so ugly. And uh, he's doomed to roam the earth and defeat evil, because once he kills everybody that's evil on earth uh he gets to die and yes this is 1992 in comic form in video game form like (laughs) man it's uh really something really deep deep stuff there (laughs) like i'm sure it's ruminating on the nature of evil like if you have to kill all the evil people in the world does that mean you're the most evil person no, I, you know, who knows? You know, is a man evil just because he's ugly and dresses poorly? Like Chakan? Uh, no, <laughs> yes, not necessarily. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that, that is way too involved philosophically for 90s comics. Yeah, and no, and the, the beautiful twist of it is Chakan eventually defeats all the evil you know, on Earth. And he's like, all right, Death, I'm ready to die now. And Death is like, oh, man, hey, guess what? Actually, there's a bunch of other planets in the universe, and so you need to wipe out all the evil in the entire universe in order to die. And Shakan's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And uh, he, uh, that's when you get to fight death for the, uh, for the final boss battle. You get one shot to kill death, and then you, know, you get to die. And then the game pulls the rug out from him, and it's like, alright, cool, Shakan's dead, I defeated death. And then it just brings up that text that says, not the end. It's like, what, you know, what a mindfuck of a fucking game this is. Like, <laughs> How does one even kill death? That's like, a good question, man. I think it's more like best sim in battle. Ask um, the Belmonts. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. But, uh, yeah, and apparently I... people were like, oh, man, is that like a setting up a sequel? Like, And apparently there was a Chakan game in development for the Dreamcast. And it got canceled. Oh, I'm like, that would have been 
sick. I mean, it would have, but at the same time, like, that would have been, like, the most Dreamcast game of all time. Like, hey, we got the Chakan sequel you've been looking for. Like, the <laughs> hell <who>? yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, I no like one knows you the most Dreamcast game of all time, because I feel like the most Dreamcast game of all time was Sonic Adventure. I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, man, we're going to make a ballsy, awesome new system, and it's going to, you know, really be something special, and it's going to fail spectacularly. Nothing says that, like, really nice-looking Chakan sequel. Like, <laughs> See, that's all, that makes it seem like the Chakan sequel should be on Sega Saturn, not well, Dreamcast. Yeah, I mean, they should have put it out well before the Dreamcast. That's the thing. Ch- Chakan came out in goddamn 1992. It, the sequel wouldn't have come out until at least 2000 or 2001. Like, you know, way too late. The shelf life on Chakan was done back in 92, I believe. Like, <laughs> who's asking for any of I, this? <laughs> I, I appreciate that at least this game has a way to get to an ending. Because if I were to make this game... No, it doesn't, John. I would get to the part... <laughs> I would, well, I would get to the part where it's like, oh, it turns out there's a bunch of planets. And, you know, you've got to defeat all the evil on them as well. And then that would turn into procedurally generated planets just for forever. Yeah. <laughs> you never actually get to beat the game. Oh, it so been, it turns you know, into the, No Man's Sky. The sequel should be no, Chakan and No Man's Sky. That would have been dope. <laughs> you got to go to every planet. Yeah. Sky? Yeah. And, oh, God, that just sounds fucking unbearable. But, uh, I don't know, No Man's, no Man's Sky might have been fun if you could deal-wield samurai swords. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm actually amazed that with, like, that kind of track, Johnny went with No Man's Sky and not Escape Velocity, because Escape Velocity with Shikan sounds like a game. Yes. Though, in fairness, Johnny did not say the words No Man's Sky. <laughs> yeah, Johnny just I said procedurally generated space. Yeah. Okay, that's And true. Escape Velocity is not procedurally generated. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a map. There's a limit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the point is, Chakan in space huge. is pretty cool. Uh, the presumptuous ending saying, you know, like, it's like, you know, the the old ending, the end, question mark? Like, just having it, you know, say, like, not the end, it's like, okay, so, <laughs> then do I have to play the game again? Like, what do, what do, what do you mean, not the end? <laughs> like, do I get a new game plus now or something? Like, uh, I do love the idea of a game saying, like, oh, you killed death, but what about space? Space. Yeah, what about space death? <laughs> space death. <laughs> There's death so elsewhere, well done, you know. John. Um, I have a question, which is: is has any game that ended with the end question mark or not the end ever gotten a sequel? Has that has that ever actually worked out? That's a very good question. The only one that I really think of is Donkey Kong Country, and it only gave you the question mark when like you didn't like uh, do enough of the game to get a hundred percent or whatever. But like, <laughs> the mm. shitty ending. Yeah, exactly. Like you know. The end question mark is the shitty ending. Not the end should be the shitty ending of this game. But I do like the idea of it being the presumptuous, like, you know, you know, like uh, we were talking about Doug's first movie. Like, this was Chakan's first game. And then, yeah, like, you know, it's not the end. Oh, yeah, it fucking is. Like, it's, uh, it's the end, all right. Like, you heard it here first. Game 19 officially says Chakan, Doug Funny, same character. Same basic thing, man. Uh, you know, no hot take button needed on that one. It's not even that hot. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so thank you, Dell, for this request. I don't want to talk much longer, because I know in post-production I'm going to have to put more of that music behind this. And, man, I, uh, 
I can put up with some Genesis music, but this was really pushing my limit on Genesis music. <laughs> it's uh, it's really Genesis. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's synthy in the ears, man. I feel like uh, I feel like I got tinnitus just listening to it. But uh, Sean, um, as you're editing this episode, please, please send me the clip of I can deal with some Genesis music, but yeah, and then just just send me that. That's it. That's uh, that's my philosophy on old Genesis music. Um, you know, you got to really make that chip sing for me to really love that music. And uh, I'm not saying they don't make it sing in this one. They just make it sing in the way that most Genesis games make it sing, in a really tinny, synthy kind of way. So uh, thank you again, Dell, for the request. I'm glad that we finally got to cross this off our list. He requested this actually, like, you know, years ago, whenever we first started the show, and now he resent it because it's a comic book game. So thank you for resending it because. I wouldn't have known it was a comic book game, and it would have just sat there all collecting dust in our request queue. So, uh, you know, good games, FM synth tunes, and Johnny, let's uh, let's keep it going in the next game, my man. Yeah, We're gonna get some real comic books at some point, people. I swear.
Alright. This game can be spotted in the 1994 comedy Airheads. <laughs> also, um, one page of Matt Fraction's run on of his Hawkeye comic directly lifts from the, the game's artwork. How you guys feeling? Feeling pretty good. Not so hot. No. All right, let's assemble your answers. Oh, up. Let's see. We got John with Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance. That's incorrect. We've got uh, Johnny with just Captain America. That might count because the answer is David's. Captain America and the Avengers. Avengers. Bye. <laughs> awesome. 
That's the sound when you put a quarter in. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm so fight. glad that I got this answer right so I could hear fight. Cool. So, uh, you guys ever play Captain America and the Avengers? It's the arcade game? Yes. Although there were so many ports. Um, like the Genesis like... and the SNES one were pretty good. But the NES one is like a complete different game. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, no, I have not. Uh, I mean, if I did, it was way back in the day. But uh, no, I haven't seen this one in a while. So it's uh, Avengers-based beat-em-up, I assume? Yeah. If I'm I'm not mistaken, this game has Captain America, Hawkeye, Vision, and somebody else, right? Iron Man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was... This game was pretty awesome. Like, the sprite work, I think, was pretty good. Um, you fought a lot of cool villains in it. You fight the Claw, Living Laser, uh, Whirlwind, the Sentinels, Wizard, the Grim Reaper. You know, we just talked about Death, Mandarin, the Juggernaut, Ultron, Crossbones, Ooh. and of course, Red Skull, Captain America's arch nemesis. I like it, man. See, that and sounds like. Um, I'm sorry, Jess. I don't mean to step over you, but like, no, you're good. Um, one of the things that I love about, like, Marvel comics in particular is because, like, they have such a interconnected world. Like, I love the fact that characters that you would not imagine appearing in a Captain America or Avengers game showing up. Like, the fact that the Juggernaut is in this game is really fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, back then they were all about that. That's, like, the biggest thing about the Marvel Universe, you know... They were the really into continuity with all their different universe, you know, characters, and so you know this game is like proof of that. You know? Yeah, maybe it's just because I grew up in the time of Marvel comics, where it's like, yeah, you know, all these characters are like showing up and stuff and crossing over, but like that never seemed foreign to me. It's like, oh yeah, it makes sense that Captain America's hanging out with Hawkeye and Iron Man and fighting Juggernaut, like that, you know, whatever. Yeah, that happens, right? That's just a thing that happens, <laughs> like. Well, that was, like, the the big difference between Marvel and DC back in the day. Like, DC, every character was kind of, like, contained in their own little world. Like, Superman was in Metropolis, Batman was in Gotham, whereas, like, the Marvel universe was all kind of interconnected. Like, of course Captain America and Iron Man were kind of, like, friends. Yeah, exactly. There were now also some friends. pretty cool... Uh other heroes that helped out and like power-ups like Wasp, Quicksilver, Wonder Man, and Namor. So like they like the, the sprite work is pretty good. And when you like punch someone, it says like crack over their head and stuff. So like you, it's very you could get Wasp as a power-up? Yeah. I'm not okay. I'm not <laughs> sure what she does, but uh I mean, I imagine she just kind of flies around and shoots like little yeah, energy probably. bolts. It's tough to see her. She's very small. Yeah. cuz there's, like, stages where you, you know, run around and beat people up. And, like, you know, Captain America can throw a shield, of course. You could pick stuff up and throw it. Uh, you could pick robots up and throw them. In Vision, you know, he punches people and shoots uh, stuff out of the gem in his head. Um, and he has the weird costume in this game. He's all, like, white and has that cape. Um, let's see. And uh, according to his bio in the game, his job is adventurer. So, in case you wanted to know what Vision is up to back then, he's an adventurer. I mean, that's uh, kind of the classic really like, superhero out. job. It's just default adventurer. Pretty much. Um, yeah. 
Well, that's Hawkeye's... the grounded reality of the Marvel comics: adventuring cyborgs with <laughs> mind gems. Like, oh yeah, man, we all we can all relate to Vision. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hawkeye's uh, job, occupation in the game is security guard, which I guess is kind <laughs> of apt. But I more thought like the guy like at the mall, you know, right? <laughs> like Hawkeye, he's like hanging out on one of those segways, you know. Yeah. yeah. Hawkeye I, I want to play. I want to play that game. <laughs> I would love it so much if I went to, like, the Avenue Mall in Jacksonville, Florida, and, like, the guard was just a guy with a fucking giant bow and arrow. That would make yeah. me feel secure. Had a big purple H on his face. <laughs> that would make me feel so not secure at all. <laughs> you know, I was I'd be like, I am never coming here again. Bit. It depends on what he looks like besides just wielding the bow and arrow. If it's like, you know, like a fat LARPing guy wielding a bow and arrow, then yeah, no, not secure. But if it's Hawkeye, then like, maybe. <laughs> like, no, no, none of it is great. No, but he's Hawkeye. He has like, you know, he has fancy arrows and he, he doesn't miss. Yeah, but why is he at the avenues? <laughs> ask, this. ask David, it's his fantasy. Yeah, a quick tangent. It reminds me of one of them, um, and I forget the exact comic. I apologize to the writers because all of the Marvel staff it listens to Game That Tune. There was somebody who, like, wrote a bit about um, Hawkeye, like, in an Avengers comic where they were saying, like, you know, why are you even on the team? Like, how good could you possibly be with a bow and arrow? You know, like, rifles exist. Why do you have that? It's like, do you ever miss? Like, no, I'm on the Avengers. I can't miss. That's yeah, exactly. the whole point. Like, I'm on a <laughs> team with think? the God of Thunder. Of course I don't miss with my bow and arrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, along with the, you know, punching people stages, there are stages where you fly. And so uh, Captain America and Hawkeye have little flying machines that shoot stuff out of them. And, of course, Vision and Iron Man just fly along. And those are pretty cool stages, too. Like, That's this awesome. game is, is really neat. They had uh, two different uh, setups. If you played it in the arcade, they had a two-player one and a four-player one. Then Ooh. it was really cool if you could get four players on that thing. Yeah, we've been over that. It's, uh, it's not easy with four adult men to oh, play no. one arcade game. But, uh, yeah, this one I would give it a shot, man. I, I love, you know, early 90s arcade beat-em-ups. I love Marvel Comics. This, uh, this, you know, I don't know, this was probably at the fucking arcade at, like, the skating rink back in the day. But the ones that I mainly remember are, like, the Ninja Turtles and the X-Men. So, you know, this one, uh... I don't know. I you know, I feel like I'm missing out by having not played this. Does, does like anybody ever re like re-release these arcade games? Like you know, is there a way to play this these days? Is this on Steam or like PlayStation Store or something? Because like, I would play this. Like, I feel like most of the beat 'em ups that get re-released are the ones that don't have a license tied to them. Yeah, that makes sense. That's like that entire There's Capcom nice. beat 'em up bundle. <laughs> Which There's is a ways to play this. Which is a shame, because these games, like, would be a ton of fun to play. Yeah. I mean, people need to, you know, younger generations need to experience Welcome to Die. <laughs> like. Yeah, definitely. Oh my god, yes. It's just a... Uh, yeah, and that fight sound. Johnny, hit it again. Let's hear it. Oh, crap. Ah. <laughs> I don't have a binary Ooh. key. I have to, like, full click. Yeah, and the Colossus sound. Ugh. And uh, and the sound that I forgot to play. Wait, wait, hold up a sec. Johnny had the Colossus roar queued up, so I didn't have to shred my vocal cords right now. 
Yeah, since when do you have that queued up? I've had it for forever. Johnny, play it again. Why don't we talk about it more often? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's bind to the what D key for some reason, so I think I always You're forget that, that it's there. I was going to say, what's the phrase that pays to get us the Colossus roar every time? Like, I yeah, don't know. Like, what's this? What's the secret roar? The secret word? You gotta say like roar, and John's like, aha! <laughs> I, love the I haven't quite figured that one the out. The secret word, like, game that tune is basically Pee Wee's Playhouse 2018. <laughs> Go I ahead, mean, David. Just casually mention space. <laughs> I mean, I was just talking about, you know, my dream of being an astronaut and going into space. Uh, God damn it, John. Perfect. What? Um, but anyway, uh, Jesse, great pick, man. Anything else on, uh, Captain America and the Avengers, either in this game or just in general? Um, it's fun. Yes, I agree. That's, th that's something we can all agree on. Captain America and the Avengers. It's fun. <laughs> so, let's, uh, Johnny, let's keep it going, man. What do we got? Game four. So, one of the two main characters of this game is voiced by, uh, I just want to double check the name, Neil McDonoghue 
famous for his roles as Dum Dum Dugan in the Captain American roles in the Captain America movies. He is technically reprising his role from the 1996 TV animated series based upon this main character. So I kind of butchered that trivia. If anybody would like it again, I'd be happy to provide it. I'm glad that you said that, because I didn't want to be like, <clears throat> actually, David, the actor's name is Neil McDonough. But, yeah. Uh, was uh, that the part you butchered, or did you butcher something else, too? Okay, so uh, just for shits and giggles, let me go through that trivia again. One of the two main characters of this game is voiced by Neil McDonough, famous for his roles as Dum Dum Dugan in the Captain America movies, as well as Damien Dark in the uh, CD- CW DC shows. Uh, this is a reprisal of the role that he originally voiced in the 1996 animated series. 
Excellent. Who's got some fucking answers? I did this to myself. Oh! John Regan says Superman Shadow of Apocalypse. Sadly incorrect. Uh, John Harrington and Jesse Moore both say Incredible Hulk Ultimate Dis Destruction, which is correct. So I'd like to point out real quick, earlier uh, before the recording, David had given a little clue. Uh, the main word was the word, uh, I guess, green. And uh, I'm trying uh, to think of where on Superman is there anything green? Because at first um, I was he, thinking, oh, that weird Green Lantern game. But then the trivia was like, oh, wait, it's not that at all. <laughs> I mean, it, well, Jesse, he's very allergic to kryptonite, which is green. I was oh, going to say, true. it Never could mind. be Superman right. green if somebody had, like, kryptonite right in his face. Yep. But no, sadly, this is not a Superman game. This is The Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction for uh, Xbox, PS2, and GameCube. David, quite frankly, I'm a little sad that I just, you know, it's now your game and then my game, and I definitely didn't pick Superman 64, and it's just not coming on this episode. So, you know, thanks a lot, David, for picking a good game to talk about. Yes, yeah, son Fuck, of a bitch. Why did I <laughs> not think about Superman 64? Oh, right, because no. I wanted us to have fun. That's Better wrong. question. Why didn't Johnny pick Superman 64? Yeah, that I mean, was, that's, that's the real Johnny <laughs> pick. It's basically as good as a pick of as Kiss Psycho Circus. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> oh, hell. I kind of feel like we didn't pick Superman 64 because I'm just taking a quick look right now at our giant bulletin pour of games to never choose, and Superman 64 is right at the top. Yeah, but see, you know, it's going to be a great lightning round tonight. We're, you know, it's just going to be a lightning round of us naming games that Johnny could have picked besides Kiss Psycho Circus. Comic yes, Zone. Uh, <laughs> already picked, but I like where your head's at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I couldn't remember. Anyway, yeah, uh, Incredible yeah, so, Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Starring Neil McDonough. Um, okay, man. so I have to, um, I have to take Bison a brief himself. pause right now. Oh god, he did play M. Bison, didn't he? Yeah, the the other M. Bison. See, I'm just so used to Raul Julia. He's the Game Raul Julia is the over. Raul Julia is the only M. Bison I truly recognize. But because uh, I mean, seriously, Neil McDonough, he's just got too nice. Like he's just like you know, I guess he plays evil sometimes because it's like well, he's too handsome to be good. Like a, a guy that handsome wouldn't be evil. Like wouldn't be anything but evil. Uh, you know, so like, but he he didn't make sense as M. Bison. Like, you know, I don't know, man. Like, See, M. Bison's it, not like an Aryan guy. Like, he's you know, it he's from Southeast blew my Asia. Mind because um, I I have definitely enjoyed like the Legends of Tomorrow CD CW. I just want to say CD CW like TV series is like oh Neil Donna like he plays like Damian Dark is this like, kind of like vampy villain character like oh he's great. I definitely watched the Incredible Hulk show on UPN back in the 90s, and then going back to re-watch this, like, oh god, that is the same guy. That's, That's so funny. fucking weird. It's awesome. Um, uh, and also, real quick, why does he only play characters whose names start with D? You know, Damien Dark and Dum Dum Dugan? I mean, come on, what are, you know, what's going on here, Neil McDonough? He, and he Bruce does Banner. play Bruce Banner. 
Yeah, okay. Alliterative character actor, Boom. Neil McDonough. <laughs> Which is so weird to, like, listen to him, because, like, it's definitely the same voice. Anyhow, I say all that to say, he plays Bruce Banner in Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction, which I have played. Has anybody else played? No. No. I, I miss this one. I, I of heard course you missed I heard it's Johnny. a lot of fun. So He's also the Flash in... Neil McDonough's the Flash? In uh, Injustice Gods Among Us, he's the Flash. What? Is he really? Yep. Huh. <laughs> that doesn't track at all. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm... Huh, that kind of blows my mind. I'm going to have to look at that. Um, but he... All, all that and more on our bonus show. You know, uh, you know, Diggin' McDonough. All that, <laughs> all that oh, more yeah. on, our bonus show, on our bonus show, Neil McDonough. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destru- Destruction <laughs> is a game that is definitely... I've had a few. This is a game that is... Definitely you so many hard to, think, hard to say things. <laughs> Neil McDonough and Destruction on the CD Duggedia. <laughs> oh, man, that's oh. my favorite console, the CD Duggedia. <laughs> it's better than that weird Apple system. <laughs> just chose nothing but tongue twisters. Uh, <laughs> the actor that played Dum Dum Dugan and Damien Dark, Neil McDougdug on CW Duggedia. <laughs> So anyhow, seashells, sea seashells on the seashore. 64. Just do the whole thing as Porky Pig. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, God, I don't have the energy tonight. The Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction is a really fucking solid game. Like, I, I definitely played this game when it came out on the GameCube. Um, it also came out on PS2 and Xbox. Obviously, I didn't play those versions, but on the GameCube. It's kind of like an open-world sandbox game starring the Hulk. And the real cool thing was this game came out, like, two years after. So, like, the, there was the 2003, like, Eric Bana Hulk movie, which had its video game tie-in, where it was kind of, like, half... Hulk smashing stuff and then half like Eric Bana, like Bruce Banner stealth sections trying to like sneak around because you're not the Hulk. So this game kind of said like, fuck it. Like, here's a sandbox, here's a city, and here's a desert. You're the Hulk. Just fucking go. And you can just sort of like smash everything and destroy everything. I love it if you you start the game and it's like, (laughs) mission. Mission begins. Smash. (laughs) <laughs> Basically, I mean, yeah. there, it's, it's a sandbox game, so there is a plot, and there's a story, and there are missions to complete and everything, but, like, you could just kind of go off on a tangent and go wherever and just beat the hell out of everything. Sounds great. And one of the things that I thought was really cool was that um, there's a weaponization element. Like, you can take objects and turn them into weapons. Like, you can make a bus and just smash it down and use it as a shield or use it as a giant skateboard to, like, get around. One of the things you can do in this game is you can actually smash a car and use it as giant boxing gloves. Which they turned into a thing in the, like, Marvel Cinematic Universe Hulk movie. Yeah, they did. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Um, I wish I had known that because that was one of my favorite parts of that movie. It's like, oh, shit. (laughs) 
you know, he just like pounded the cars together like Rocky. <laughs> and now he's gonna beat the shit out of Tim Roth. This movie has everything. <laughs> there's a part where like there's a fighter jet kind of coming at you, and you can jump up as the Hulk and grab it and kind of like wrestle it down to the ground. Like, which they also worked into the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, imagine open world sandbox game plus Hulk. And that's this game. Like, I'm into it. You can just go around. There, you get a you get a sprinting ability where you can just run up the side of a building because you're the fucking Hulk. Like, <laughs> there there is no like it's it's not a perfect game. It gets kind of repetitive and like it doesn't look the best. But I mean, it's also like PlayStation Two, GameCube, was, Xbox, like 2004, 2005. Era. David, how could so, you say that about a PlayStation Two era beat 'em up game? It's a little repetitive and doesn't look great. How dare right? you, Johnny? Hit They're the crazy. hot take. <laughs> hot take. Whoa! He's I feel like I should just have an opinion on everything so we can get more David hot takes in this episode. I'm just saying, man. Dude, try to try to just blow on those takes before you present them to us like that. Whew, but I boy. mean, like, I I definitely yeah, David, you're gonna burn your tongue on those hot yeah. takes. Man. You gotta blow on them a little <laughs> exactly. bit. I need more whiskey. I definitely, like, played the 2003, like, Hulk movie tie-in game where it was like, Why? okay, how do how do we balance being the Hulk and being Bruce Banner? Whereas Hulk <laughs> Ultimate Disruption is just like, fuck it, you're the Hulk. Go. Yep. <laughs> Which is basically all I want in a game. Like, this game does a really good job of making you feel that, like, ah, Hulk smash! Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, that's what I want game. in a game. Seriously, it's just you know, just kind of captures the feel of the character, and you know, I think that was the problem that I had with uh, the 2003 Hulk movie, and it's probably why I didn't play this game. It's because like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. Like you, you know, you blew it, Hulk. Like <laughs> you, you had me at Eric Bana, and you lost me at I don't know mutant dogs and fucking Josh <laughs> Lucas. I'm done with this. Like. <laughs> So that's like a superhero game, or excuse me, a comic book game is at its best when it makes you feel like you're playing as the comic book character. And this is a game that's just like, you know what? You're the Hulk. Go. Yeah, we can't stop you. Just go for it. Like, <laughs> smash the some only, things. <laughs> the only thing that could make it possibly better is if they made like an Avengers Dynasty Warriors. It's oh. like, you're the Hulk. Oh my go. god. <laughs> yeah, I'd play that. Um, so, did you say there's a second playable character in the game? I don't believe that I did. Well... You did. Yeah. There, there's portions where you're Bruce Banner, and there's oh. portions where you're the Hulk. So, okay, yeah, I was going to say, like... Comes. <laughs> you said, you know, uh, Neil McDonough does one of two playable characters. I'm like, so it's Hulk, and... Grey Hulk? <laughs> like, yeah. Red Hulk? I mean... Uh, Hulk Jr. You do get to unlock um, a Grey Hulk skin. You do fight like, oh my god. (laughs) Shulk from Xenoblade Chronicles and Hulk is like a partner buddy cop movie. The Incredible Shulk. Um, (laughs) Hulk smash! Black slash! (laughs) (laughs) That's the pair up we need to see. Yeah, because he can tell Hulk to like watch out. Like he can see into the future and see the Hulk's about to get like 
I don't know, turned into Bruce Banner again or something. What's, I mean, nothing stops the Hulk, except maybe Thanos. We Actually, yeah, so Thanos stopped the Hulk. So Yeah. yeah. Uh, well. For now. Uh, but yeah, Hulk with uh, Hulk with the power to see into the future. That's a good idea. Yeah, they should give him that. Uh. <laughs> Talk about like OP so, OC. We want Original the Hulk character to be a do watcher. not steal. He will beat Goku. Oh God, yes, <laughs> I'm into it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, you know, from what I understand, this game is fun. Yeah, just open world smash and chiz the Hulk. I mean, that sounds like everything I would have wanted in a game. But unfortunately. Seriously, that Eric Bana Hulk, really. That that is one of the only movies that I've ever actually walked out on, and I've revisited it since then, and it's not quite so loathsome as I thought it was back in two thousand three. But like I mean, man, what a fucking film. Like, just no thank you on that. And I mean that movie's directed by Ang Goddamn Lee. Like <laughs> it's got a fucking great pedigree and man, that movie is diggity dog shit like <laughs> see i mean i i will defend the angley hulk movie but i also i understand that angley decided to take the hulk and thought like how can we make a more like thoughtful like meaningful approach to this like no it's the hulk he bashes shit yeah don't overthink this you know it'd be great if it is if the hulk fought a homeless guy somebody get nick nolte on the phone <laughs> like what? Uh, oh, does that happen? Uh, <laughs> go watch the movie, John. <laughs> it's uh, oh, I haven't seen it since I haven't seen it since it was in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, I walked out of it in theaters. I was literally too high to enjoy that movie. I'm just like, nope, this ain't doing it. Like, I'm out. <laughs> like, I'm going to the that fucking is the arcade. First I never thought I would hear uttered. Yeah. Too Usually high to enjoy helps. the fucking Hulk. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty bad. Ugh. Where's Finding Nemo? Yeah, seriously. I need something. <laughs> that was awesome. Need something a little light here. <laughs> yeah, this is really uh, kind of moody and introspective, and I'm not here for that. <laughs> like, I'm here for the smashy smashy, not so much the you know, weepy weepy. Um, but anyway, uh, this game, I need to play it. You know, it's probably sitting in like the fucking local retro game store for like seven ninety nine. So you know, it's uh, probably uh, David. Would you say it warrants a seven ninety nine pickup if you find it at a local retro game store? I would go so far to say it, I it warrants a nine ninety nine pickup. Johnny, hot take. Whoa. <laughs> hot. Damn, dude. Maybe, David, you're straight up smashing those tags. I'm retiring that button that for the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah, that's a box quote for the you know, for the used game store here in Tallahassee. <laughs> David Fleming of GTT says $9.99. That's a fair price. Um, I'd buy it. Fuck. Yeah, yeah I would have bought it by now, but I had to provide this quote. Um, so, anyway, <laughs> great game, great pick. And, uh, you know, I think. Uh, yeah, I think, Johnny, I think we got to keep going to the next game, man. Game 
So the uh, main character of this game is about 23 during the events of the game. The actor that portrayed the main character in this game was in his mid-40s and was 47 at the time the game was released. How's everybody feeling? feel like my answer is wrong, but that may just be my math. I, I probably should have said the, the guy that played the main character is Yuri Lowenthal. I know you're big Yuri Lowenthal fans out there. My answer is now wrong. Uh, yes, got Lowenthal. Uh, <laughs> so, David says Batman Arkham Asylum. Uh, incorrect. Uh, Jesse has the more, uh, you know, close answer of Batman Arkham Origins, which would make sense uh, with a young Batman, but it's also incorrect. And John says Hulk penis, uh, which is also incorrect. Uh, no, I... Yes, it is. Give me, <laughs> give me one second. I just want to, like, look up Yuri Lowenthal and see if I can sort out the answer. Go for it, David. Doot, 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 doot. I got nothing. Go ahead. Really? Uh, you should know <laughs> that Yuri Lowenthal plays Peter Parker slash Spider-Man in Marvel's oh, Spider-Man 
with PlayStation Wait, 4. He's 23? I thought he was in high school in that game. No, he's been Spider-Man for like eight years when the game starts. <laughs> oh, okay. How did Fuck. I not realize that you would pick the Spider-Man on PS4? It's like one of two games I've been playing this year. <laughs> and, yeah. Right, exactly. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah. Octopath Traveler's not based on a comic book. John's probably going Spider-Man. <laughs> like, I no. knew you would go to pick Spider-Man on PS4, too. It's like, when he was playing a character younger. Oh, it's got to be Kevin Conroy as Batman. Yeah. Fuck. Now, that would be funny. Kevin Conroy playing like a young man. It just can't happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, uh... uh oh. There's something more upsetting about a guy making it into his like late 40s and sounding like a young Peter Parker. Like I, I don't know, man. I feel for that guy. Like good for you for getting work, but like I, I don't, I don't know. Like uh, I wouldn't want to go up through life sounding like that. David Kaufman, like the guy go is on. in his mid 40s and is playing teenagers right now. Yeah, I think that's what Yuri Lowenthal's up against too. Um, but anyway, fuck! How did I not pick Spider-Man? I'm pissed I, at myself. I'm very glad that you're pissed at yourself, David. Quite frankly, you should be. <laughs> like, I am. You know, I almost I almost sent a message before the episode just be like, you guys know I'm picking Spider-Man, right? Like, just don't, you know, if any of you have gone anywhere near this, please don't. Uh, <laughs> like, it's uh, kind of the most high-profile comic book game of the year. Um, it should be, uh, you know, front and center in your brain as PS4 owners, all of you. Um... Clearly, I have six. David, did you buy that PS4 when I sent you that link earlier, baby? It's an early Black Friday sale. It's time to pull the trigger. <laughs> it is. Like, yeah. there are, see, and I'm, I'm mainly pissed at myself because there are two games that make me want a PS4. Kingdom Hearts 3 and Spider-Man. Yes, you know, you absolutely should go get that. If you're listening to this live right now, go. Go to Target or, like, Amazon or Walmart.com. You get a $200 PS4 with Spider-Man. That's a savings of $160. That's me, at Wario64 on Twitter, signing <laughs> off. Um, so, uh... Wait, that's you? Wait, <laughs> it's, it's been me the whole time. I'm Wario. Holy I'm shit. Wario64. I'm Drill. I'm Pixelated Boat. I am Twitter, motherfucker. <laughs> like... Oh my god, it all makes sense now. Yeah, oh god, why? <laughs> he's saved all his funny for Twitter, he's never good on the show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, man, uh, David, you, you really should pick up uh, PS4 in this game, because this game's fantastic. Uh, and especially, because I don't think, I'm trying to remember, David, have you played any of the Batman Arkham games? I have played the original Arkham Asylum. I have not gone on to Arkham Asylum 2 or Arkham City. I forget what Arkham Asylum 2 was called, but I know was it wasn't City. Arkham City, and then Arkham Origins, and then okay, that's what uh, it was. Then the PS4 also had Arkham Knight. Uh, you know, good. Then you should definitely get a PS4 and definitely get Spider-Man, because you won't be burnt out on this game style. Because Spider-Man for PS4 is just a really really fun Spider-Man version of the Batman Arkham games. Like, it's, See, that's like, it's I a blast. Reading, <laughs> I remember reading a review of um, Spider-Man. It was just like, oh, it's just, you know, all your standard tropes and all your, like, familiar things about open world games 
but with Spider-Man. It's like, yeah, that sounds fun. Like, yeah, you guys are complaining thing. about it, but that seems exciting to me. Yeah, no, that's the thing. That, that actually goes a long way towards describing the charm of this game. Like, you get out in New York City, and you're looking around. It's a big, sprawling map. Things are lighting up little beacons for you to go, you know, go here for a mission, go here, pick this up. You know, all this stuff. It's like, oh, fuck yeah, man. And then you get to swinging, and it's like, oh, God, this is the shit right here. Like, this is what it, you know, video games are meant for. We were talking about Hulk a minute ago, how, like, you just want to feel like the character. This game lets you feel like the character. I, you know, I love, you know, the traversal in this game is just a fucking blast. Like, in Hulk, it didn't really make sense for him to be able to run up the side of a building. Spider-Man, it makes perfect sense for him to be able to do that, and it's a blast. See, it does... <clears throat> well... Let me know when you get to, like, the story of this game. The story of this game. Maybe you've heard of a young man named Peter Parker. And, uh... I have not. How... <laughs> well, here's the Shut thing, John. Up, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the game is presuming that you do, because you dropped right into Spider-Man eight years into being Spider-Man, and guess what? He's a little pooped. He's, uh, having a little trouble with that work-life balance. He, uh... Doesn't really have time for his girlfriend because he doesn't have one because she dumped his spider ass. And, oh, yeah, you know, going off and you know getting it somewhere else. I I understand, man. You know, can you imagine like fucking Spider Man and then like you know hears a siren and just has to leave? Like that's just you know, nope, ain't got time for that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the the story of the game it's it's cool because I don't read a whole lot of comics. That is to say, I don't read comics. Um, and so this game, it, it's, uh, it's kind of filling me in on what they've been doing with Spider-Man in the last, I don't know, I'm assuming decade. Cause you know, I, you know, I'm familiar with Spider-Man based on the comics and like the cartoons of my childhood. And this one, it's like, oh, well, you know, these are all familiar names and none of them are doing the things that I thought they'd be doing. So I don't know. This is cool. <laughs> um, it, it's a, it's pretty cool though. You, you're playing as Peter Parker. Uh, sometimes he plays Mary Jane because she is a reporter for the Bugle and she's trying to uncover some stuff. And sometimes you play as young Miles Morales, who is uh, a young man, you know, caught up in this story for some reason. It doesn't become very clear why until later in the game. And uh, yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting story. It's it's kind of cool because it, it you know it presumes that you know what Spider-Man is, and you do. Uh, the game starts out, and you're battling Kingpin, which is dope, because uh, we all just watched the uh, Daredevil series on Netflix, and so Kingpin's fresh in everybody's mind, and he's dope. And then uh, it becomes clear that you got some other guys that are uh, kind of out for you, like, you've been Spider-Man for eight years, all the bad guys are locked up on the raft. And, uh, man, it'd be a really bad thing that, uh, you know, that would happen if everybody were to be let out of that raft, am I right? Like, <laughs> right? See, isn't that the plot the of Mystery Men? Probably. <laughs> See, the only reason that I ask you about the story is because um, I had a friend of mine who was playing this, um, and he mentioned, like, you know, oh, yeah, when you're working in a lab with Otto Octavius, you know, as the scientist, like, oh, cool, when do you fight Dr. Octopus? And he's like, dude, dude, spoilers, spoilers, man. It's like, they put Otto Octavius in a Spider-Man game. The fuck did you think was gonna happen? I mean, he like, turns into let's the lizard. Let's be real here. I'm, you know, I'm not looking to spoil the game for anybody, but uh, yeah, man, you know, uh, Doctor Otto Octavius, the only name he goes by. 
uh, is, you know, he's a great character, and he's got interesting connections to other characters in the game, like Mayor Norman Osborn. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think of the other characters in the game. <laughs> like, uh, it, it's just, it's cool, because as somebody familiar with Spider-Man, it's like, oh, hey, look, it's Dr. Octopus, but he's not Dr. Octopus yet. And then Mayor Osborn uh, doesn't, He's not flying around on what a glider could he just yet. Possibly become. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, him. <laughs> I was, I was a little pissed. It wasn't Willem Dafoe, but it's, it's fine. Oh my god. But uh, so you know, uh, the mayor is not flying around on a glider just yet, and Doctor Octopus is not an octopus yet. Um, so you know, there's some story to be told. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it involves, uh, you know, some villains that are locked up on the raft. It involves a guy that's got a grudge against the mayor. It involves the mayor having a grudge against Dr. Octavius. And, uh, Spider-Man and Mary Jane and Miles Morales are all just kind of caught in the middle. And it's, it's good. You know, you, uh, you get to play I, I through a good story as three different characters. And it, it works. Though, I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the Mary Jane and Miles sections just because they're more stealth-heavy and yeah, after a while, you get into that that combat flow, and it's like Spider-Man can kick that ass, man. Let me just be let me just be him real quick. I'll I'll take care of this. Like I don't need to sneak right now. I can web things up. Like, <laughs> uh, Johnny, I, let me go ahead and answer your question. Doctor Otto Octavius is Doctor Octopus. Just gonna put that out. No, there. he's right. My question is like, it it really doesn't seem like that. Just. Throwing hardened, tough criminals on a raft is the most secure thing to do. Like, why are they just doing that? Like, that should I feel like there should be a prison facility that they put them in, not just a raft, like, what, in the San Francisco Bay or something? Like, what okay, are they well, doing Spider-Man here? is a decidedly New York game. Um, <laughs> you're thinking of the Venom movie. That takes place in San Francisco. Uh, but, oh, you know, the, uh, the raft is just a name for a floating prison that's in the middle of, uh, I don't know, the Hudson River or something. Oh, and yeah, so it's... that tune slash John Harrington dot wave. <laughs> <clears throat> Damn it, John. I thought it was just some logs held together with yeah. twine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking, like, four-acre log raft that they put all of the supervillains yeah. on. Uh, Tom Sawyer's there, and it's don't, really weird. And don't, don't <laughs> folksy. Don't you guys do anything yeah, bad. Exactly. You just stay right there in the river. Think I'll bring about. you your meal. Um, hey, none you of you think can about swim what really good, done. Yeah. Hey, Tiger Shark, get back <laughs> exactly. here. None of you guys have swimming <laughs> powers, right? <laughs> and you know you can't fly, can you? Good. Electro, you now just is- stay right there. <laughs> Vulture, you skip back down here. It is my goal to become a writer for Marvel Comics so I can make the prison guard for the raft named Tom Sawyer. (laughs) That would be one of the other weird folksy things to be included, because I didn't, you know, I'm not familiar with, uh, I'm aware of the comics of recent with uh, Miles Morales and him uh, and his role in the new comics. I was not aware of his father, the uh, police officer, um... David, are you reading? Oh, Prowler? Huh? Isn't Miles Morales the son of or the nephew of the Prowler? Well, they don't give him that name. They go, they give him his given, you know, Christian name, and they say it a lot in the game. And it's Jefferson Davis, um, which, <laughs> as a guy who took a Civil War history class, I'm just kind of like, is is Marvel trying to reclaim that name? Like. <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, that's there's dope. a lot of utterances of you know Officer Jefferson Davis in this game. <laughs> like, 
It's, uh... I have a question. Did you, did you say Miles Prower, like the real name of Tails from no, Sonic the Hedgehog? No, Miles Morales. Oh, okay. Yeah, John, try to keep up. And try not to steer the conversation towards Sonic Tuesday, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so uh, you know, it's uh, it's cool. It's it's nice to play through a game where it's like I'm familiar enough, but I'm also you know catching up on recent Spider-Man history. Uh, the game is a blast to play. Um, you know, it's just got the fun you know beat 'em up combat. You get to upgrade your weapons and shit. You get a lot of fun gadgets. Uh, you get all kinds of crazy spider suits, which I'm not a Spider-Man historian, but I'm like, okay, these are fucking awesome. <laughs> like, there's so many suits. <laughs> The only thing, and I remember watching a video of, like, every Spider-Man suit in Spider-Man on PS4. The only thing I was upset about is the Future Foundation suit is not in the game, and that upset me. Because that is a damn fine Spider-Man costume. Whatever that is, I'm sure it'll it's be out right. in a DLC pack at some point. You know, but, uh... The suits there, there, were, there was a, a brief period where Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four when the Fantastic Four rebranded themselves as the Future Foundation. Ah. So it's like a white and black Spider-Man costume, and it's a dope-looking suit. Okay, that's pretty cool. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get an image of that at some point and take a look at it. Cause yeah, yeah, I don't even know like the basis for all these suits, and I'm just like, these are so fucking dope. <laughs> like, is bat is uh the one with the bag on his head? Uh, oh god, I wish the Bombastic Bagman suit was in this game. That would make me so happy. I mean, he's got his uh, his Bonesaw wrestling suit, which is pretty dope. <laughs> like, the, the homemade cool. sweater with the ski mask, so I was happy about that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's just, it's like a fun, you know, it's a really fun Spider-Man game. It's a fun, like, history package for people who, you know, love Spider-Man. Which, again, I'm not, like, super up on Spider-Man, but it's like, there's enough that... I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Like, you go around and you collect uh, collectibles, and they've all got, like, some little sp piece of spider history in it. So it's like, they put some love and care into making this game for Spider-Man fans. Which is nice, because, you know, it reassures me that Sony's not just, like, total fuck-ups with their license. Like, yeah, we know we've got the best Marvel license, and we didn't fully give it back to them. We'll give you something really nice, folks. Here it is. Um, and, yeah, eventually the game's really fun. You get, you know, there's a lot of crazy bosses... Uh, I haven't I haven't gone back and like uh, gotten the platinum or anything on it. And there's uh, there's one boss that I you know I encountered and I did not defeat and I have not yet to I've yet to re-encounter. It's not really a boss so much as like a side mission boss. Do you want to want a little spoiler on this or should I just leave this for David to discover when he inevitably goes and buys that PS4? I mean, we are already mentioned that Otto Octavius becomes Dr. Octopus, yeah. so I think spoilers are safe for this podcast. Okay, see, but I, you know, I was legit surprised and really fucking pumped, because it's like, you're working, you're, you're in, like, radio communication with a police officer, and she's like, yeah, a series of, like, strange, you know, devices have been found on rooftops. If you want to go check one out, you know, I'm going to mark them on your map. And you go, and it's like this weird like box thing, and it's a terminal, and it opens up, and it's uh, like a video screen, and it gives you a challenge. Yeah, it's like a, a traversal challenge, or like a, you know, like a speed, you know, beat 'em up challenge. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I, I was only like half paying attention when I first unlocked it, and I saw the logo. It was like a circle with like a weird T in it, and I'm just like, hey, wait a minute. I think I know that logo. <laughs> and then, like, as the character starts talking to you on the video screen, it's a skull face with, like, some glowing eyes and a white cowl on, and I'm like, holy fuck, it's a Taskmaster side mission. <laughs> like, <laughs> That is 
fucking amazing. It's so dope. Nice. <laughs> it's, just, it's like, you know, you get this weird mission like, hold up, is it arcade? Yeah. That's a deep fucking cut. Yeah. Now we're talking deep. <laughs> oh no, the whole thing takes place in like a arcade death maze. Uh, no. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, and, like, you're leaving, like, just, you'll be leaving, like, a random mission and, like, go up to the top of a roof, and then just, like, Taskmaster comes at you and fucking, like, attacks you at random, and you, it just initiates a Taskmaster fight. And it's like, oh, yeah, here we go! <laughs> and I got my fucking ass kicked the first time, and I, and I haven't seen him again, <laughs> so, uh... Well, as you should, because he's Taskmaster. He's Taskmaster! <laughs> he's a master of Spider-Man, Captain America, Hawkeye, like, fucking the entire Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's dope because his whole—that's what it is. His whole challenge—it's like he gives you a challenge. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna kill these people if you don't fucking, uh, you know, if you don't like do this mission or whatever. And it's like, you know, what do you want? He's like, I just want to watch. <laughs> it's like, oh god damn it, Taskmaster, and I'm into it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. It's it's really fucking cool. Yeah, I I don't know if it's like fucking game of the year candidate, but like. You know, given how few games I've played this year, it's a candidate for me. But, like, I think, uh, in general, it's just a really fucking well-done, like, comic book, like, modern comic book game. It's, uh, you know, like I said, it's like an excellent version of those Batman games, but where it gets special is just the Spider-Man element. The, the movement around the town is so much more fun than those other games. <laughs> like, so, it's awesome. And, uh, yeah, everybody should play it. Everybody should get it. And, um... Yeah, I think that pretty well covers it. Uh, we'll be back once we've all played it, and you know we can spoil it. And uh, you know we'll do like a Spider-Man spoiler cast, you know, a year after the fact. And uh, in the meantime, Johnny, let's just uh, let's head over to the calculating computer. All right. Calculating computer activated. I'm just trying to say that Yoshi's cookie is pretty good, and you match cookies. Can I say that? Can I? No. <laughs> Fuck, man! <laughs> Scoring complete. This game's winner is... David Fleming. Hooray! Excelsior! Excelsior, David Fleming! You've won tonight's episode. Have <laughs> I? Yeah, sure, why not? Ah, <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, it's I great. Don't, I, don't, I don't watch the live streams. I haven't been paying attention. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> none of us are doing very well tonight. The only one that's winning is Jesse, and he already picked a theme for this episode. So, uh, it's great, man. I win by the two most glorious words in the English language. Yeah. D and fault. Johnny's rule. <laughs> uh, it means something different on Game That Tune than it does near playgrounds. Um, so, David... <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. Should we call the police? <laughs> not right now. Only he's, near, he is not near a playground. He's, he's safely at home playing game that tune. Oh, good. Yeah, this <laughs> is fine. Um, so, anyway, uh, David, fantastic win tonight. You know, one point. And, uh, you know, Thank you, you get to... Thank uh, you, John. I worked hard to earn this. <laughs> so, what do you got in mind for a theme for next week's episode? Well, you know, I was thinking, you know what we haven't done in a long time? A free play? We haven't. We haven't. No. <laughs> we haven't chose a single game company and focused on, like, that developer, publisher, etc. So I'm thinking we should do this. And um, LJN. With, uh, <laughs> Sunsoft, baby! 
With October just behind us, and with Smash Brothers Ultimate just before us, uh, featuring not only the return of Solid Snake, but the addition of Simon and Richter Belmont and Bomberman, I'm thinking we should focus on Konami. Hey, alright. Wait, cool. Is Bomberman a Konami game? He was ever since uh, Hudson, Hudson got song. bombed by Konami. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so, excellent theme, man. Uh, I feel like... I don't think we've done a Konami-specific show before, so that'll be great. And... Uh, uh, mm. Game... So the, the theme is games published or developed by Konami slash Ultra, considering Ultra is basically Konami. Oh, we'll just, you know, we're not going to be very tight on that. We're gonna, <laughs> if, the, if, Konami if the Konami logo is on the box, it fucking counts. Indeed. So fantastic episode, man. This was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks to everybody for uh, watching along live with us. Uh, we're live every Wednesday. Uh, though tonight's Tuesday, so thanks for watching on, uh, along live with us on a weird night. Uh, you can catch us at facebook.com slash game that tune, twitch.tv slash game that tune, and youtube.com slash game that tune. And we always appreciate you guys hanging out with us, chatting along with us, and having a blast. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. Our podcasts come out Wednesday mornings there in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, so check us out there. And uh, thanks to everybody that checks out patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for fun exclusives. We've got fun mixtapes. We've got GTT gems. We've got Covered Up featuring uh, Jesse and his uh, video game music cover bands. This uh, newest episode is about <clears throat> Mega Ran. And then we've got all kinds of other fun crap. We've, uh, you know, I've uploaded uh, random drunken post shows. And <laughs> most importantly, it's the, it's the start of our Patreon movie commentaries. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie commentary is there and available for you to listen to. You know, grab your copy of Super Mario Brothers, the classic. Uh, go, go listen to it with us talking over it. It's, you know, it's the kind of thing people want to pay us for. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna do a, I gonna love do a lot more. People like talk over the movie. <laughs> exactly. If you love movies and people talking over them, give us <laughs> money. <laughs> Feel <laughs> movies, but don't want to watch them. Yeah, exactly. It takes a certain level of familiarity with a movie to watch it with four <laughs> strangers speaking over it. And that's why we want you to go to Patreon and give us money. So, um, thank you to everybody that checks that out. We're having a blast, and we're doing it with your support. Special thanks to our super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, and Damian Beckles, our newest super fan tier <gasps> producer. Hey! Thank you so much for your support nice. of the show. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much, Dell, for his request. Uh, you can send us your requests basically anywhere. You can send us an uh, email, gamethattune at gmail.com. Uh, find us on uh, Twitter, at gamethattune. Find us in our Discord server. The link is on, on gamethattune.com. I don't know, messages on YouTube or something. You know, make it look like a copyright strike, and I might look at it, but you know, then it's just a request. Uh, you know, blow your mind. Uh, <laughs> Who the fuck is trying to take a step? Oh, it's a request. Cool. Oh, cool. It's, it's not the recording industry of America. It's the request industry of America. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, find us anywhere at his with requests. You can find me on Twitter at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at JP Regan JR. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. And you can find this week's winner, Captain Hot Take himself, David Fleming, on Twitter at DFT Fleming. 
fantastic. So, uh, David, you're taking us home, man. What do you got for bonus tunes? So, if we're talking Konami, we're talking Castlevania. And if we're talking Castlevania, we're talking Simon's theme from Super Castlevania 4. Fuck yes. yeah, man. Lower the drawbridge. Kiss Psycho Circus The Nightmare Child is copyright 2003rd Law Interactive and Gathering of Developers Incorporated. Shakan the Forever Man is copyright 1992 Extended Play Productions. Captain America and the Avengers is copyright 1991 Data East. The Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction is copyright 2005 Radical Entertainment and Vivendi Universal Games. Marvel's Spider-Man is copyright 2018 Sony Interactive Entertainment. Sorry guys, pot pie related emergency. Oh man! I understand. Those Fuck. were serious. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Is everything Should we okay? cancel the show? Is, is everything Popeye okay? All right? It's a little bit too hot for my dick right now. But... Oh man! Fuck man! I'm gonna blow. Right. I'm gonna blow on it. Well, maybe game three you'll be able to so stick it in. When you say blow, <laughs> hmm. John got up as soon as I was ready to start doing my trivia. Wow. <laughs> Shit. Fuck that's it. Fine. He doesn't get trivia. No. Um. This is actually a hard one to come up with trivia for. Not gonna lie. Does this dun, game dun, dun, dun. star Nolan North? I don't know who that is. Okay. So, no. 